All right, folks, as we draw near to another critical election, it's not only about casting your vote, it's about elevating your voice, making your voice be heard. AMAC is more than just a senior discount organization. They unite like-minded patriots like you and I, committed to preserving our cherished values and actively opposing the leftist agenda that's sweeping across America. Just look at their recent victories. AMAC members helped to push forward an investigation into practices that inflate drug prices. They successfully defeated ranked choice voting in order to protect traditional voting methods, and they've also helped block a federal takeover of elections. As AMAC's membership grows, Washington is listening. Every new member strengthens this movement. If you love America, visit AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News to become a four-year member for just $30. That's a great discount. AMAC is not only better for America, it's better for you. Membership gives you access to the AMAC magazine, free Social Security and Medicare guidance, money-saving discounts, trusted news, sweepstakes, and so much more. It's a community, not a service. Take advantage of our election year sale, four years for just $30 at AMAC. By joining over 2 million Americans, they can't ignore your voice in Washington anymore. Join now at AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News. That's A-M-A-C dot U-S forward slash Just News. Hello, America, and welcome to a new edition of John Solomon Reports. Yes, it is Thursday, January 13th, 2022. We're so grateful you joined us, and we've got a great guest today, one of the entrepreneurs, small businessmen of America who have decided to make the leap to politics, Gary Rabine from the great state of Illinois. He is going to run for governor in Illinois. He's going to talk to us why more and more business executives are taking the leap to politics, what it has been like. Illinois is the big government poster child. Uh, California, Illinois, New York are the biggest government, big government solutions to everything. And, and even though they took a big government approach to COVID, for instance, their COVID rates are no different than those who have remained open. And he's going to talk a little bit about how Illinois residents are tiring, how Illinois voters are tiring of this big government approach, what they're looking for and how 2022 and 2024 could be transformative elections. He is running for the Republican nomination for governor and the right to challenge Democrat J.B. Pritzker who a lot of Democrats think will one day be presidential material. Illinois has lots of problems. It's COVID is not under control. It's crime is out of control, particularly in the city of Chicago. It had a hard time getting its teachers to teach in the classroom. It has high taxes. It has a large number of people voting with their feet and running out of the state, moving to other states that are more tax-friendly, regulatory-friendly. And it is a real challenge. There is no doubt that this generation of Illinois residents are facing some hard questions about whether they made good choices in the past. And Gary Rabine is going to be here to talk about that in just a second. Before we get to that, just a couple quick stories I want to point out on Just the News because we've got some thinkers saying that one of the dynamics I want to point out in the last 24, 48 hours, there has been a very negative reaction to Joe Biden's voting rights speech and not from Republicans. Yeah, yeah, the Republicans did, let me be honest. Republicans didn't like it, but you would expect that. But some of the biggest name Democrats in Washington are criticizing Joe Biden, suggesting he went too far in criticizing uh, anyone who objects to changing the filibuster or approving the voting rights legislation that the Democrats have, which is really a nationalization 
of elections. He compared them to segregationists. And in the last 24, 48 hours, first Dick Durbin, the minority whip, sorry, majority whip, the Democratic whip in the Senate. He has spoken out against Biden, and so has House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. Joe Biden is running out of friends. Large numbers of people are beginning to doubt his communication strategy, his policies, his capabilities, his competence in office, and that's coming from his own side now. Very important dynamic to watch, so keep an eye on that. A lot of people have asked me this last year, who is this guy Ray Epps? And there are a lot of speculation in conservative places that maybe he's an FBI spy, maybe he's a a law enforcement plant, maybe he was a cooperating witness because he's the guy that's seen advocating people storm the Capitol, but he doesn't actually get charged with anything. My reporting indicates that he's not linked to any particular law enforcement agency, at least not directly. And that was confirmed in the last 24 hours by the Democrats on the House committee that's investigating the January 6th riots. They say that they interviewed Epps and Epps told him he has no connection to law enforcement. That's consistent to my reporting. There's always a lot of speculation, a lot of people digging up dirt, turning things over, but you have to be careful, right? There's always a lot of rumor and innuendo. My sources have waved me off the notion that Epps is a direct law enforcement source. Now, that leaves open a lot of other options, or maybe there are other people in the crowd. We're doing a lot of investigating, but you know what? We're not going to speculate. We can get to the facts, and we have the news nailed down. We'll tell you that. All right, a couple other big news stories. Queen Elizabeth II, well, she's never been too fond of either her sons, it appears. And today she made that all the more clear. Prince Andrew, who's mired in the Jeffrey Epstein scandal and facing a lawsuit for sexual abuse in New York. Queen Elizabeth II today stripped her own son, Prince Andrew, of all of his military titles. That is a major rebuke and a sign that the generation that was going to follow Queen Elizabeth Prince Philip appears to have lost favor. And, you know, you could just imagine Queen Elizabeth skipping a generation, skipping Charles, skipping Andrew as she has now, and going to the next generation with her grandsons. A fascinating, interesting dynamic to watch Queen Elizabeth II. That occurred today. I think this is the most important story of the day that we're going to break and report on. ICE, the Immigration and Customs Enforcement Agency, acknowledges, admits that they lost track of, hello this, more than 47,000 illegal aliens, illegal immigrants, who were released into the United States on Joe Biden's watch. This was in a letter this week to Senator Ron Johnson of Wisconsin. 47,705 of the roughly 100,000 migrants who were given a notice to report within 60 days failed to report. Uh, no surprise there. You let illegal aliens into the country, then you move them into the interior of the country. You think they really have an interest? It's almost half of the immigrants that they let into the country did not check in. This is another sign of just how potentially dangerous long-term open borders policies of the Biden administration of currently the Homeland Security Department are. At some point, there has to be a consequence for not following the law and creating these scenarios where it becomes harder and harder to track down illegal aliens. It is an important one, and I keep an eye on that. It's one of the many good stories that my colleagues today uh, have on Just the News. Finally, we'll give you one more before we go to commercial break. I'll give you two. There's another one that really caught my fancy this morning today. Lindsey Graham, 
the on-again, off-again, on-again friend of President Trump, the former Senate Judiciary Committee chairman, who sometimes investigates things, sometimes doesn't. Lindsey Graham says he will not vote for Mitch McConnell as Republican Senate leader in the next Congress if McConnell does not make amends with Donald Trump, President Trump. Whoa, that's a big ask. I don't think that McConnell and Trump have any ground between them that they can, any common ground right now. There's a lot of, I think the president, former president calls McConnell the old crow. McConnell has called out Trump for some of the information that he put out there on elections. It's a big one, but keep an eye on it. Will Lindsey Graham keep his word? I don't know. We'll find out, right? All right. Finally, and uh, not to be lost in all the other stuff, a very important story by my colleague, Greg Piper who continues to do great work every day. I'm such a huge fan of his. Several of the international science bodies, these are real scientists, not politicians, are beginning to question the idea of repeated boosters to fight COVID-19. They're worried that firing them every four, six, seven months is going to lower the immune system, not improve it, and that there may be a undercounting of some of the side effects that some people, not all, but the rare side effects that some people have, like heart inflammation, particularly in boys and young men. But the World Health Organization, its technical advisory group, other people are beginning to raise questions about that very important story. The European Medicines Agency, by the way, very prestigious, very well respected. And uh, here's what they had to say. If we have a strategy in which we give boosters, let's say every four months approximately, immune response may end up not being as good as we would like it to be. We should be careful and not overloading the immune system with repeated immunization because there's a risk of fatiguing the population with a continuous administration of boosters. That's the European Medicines Agency, very prestigious agency. You know, these were things that scientists like Jay Bhattacharya and the great Yale epidemiologists we had on our show last week, Harvey Rich, were saying a year ago, and they were getting poo-pooed and slammed and censored and chagrined by the Fauci mob. But today, it seems like there's a growing consensus that we're not going to booster our way out of COVID-19. Very important sentiments. Check those out at Just the News. All right, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to have our exclusive interview with Gary Rabine, the Republican candidate for governor in the great state of Illinois, a man who wants to bring a smaller government, more personal freedom approach to one of the big, big Democrat governments in America, the state of Illinois, right after this commercial break. Hey folks, have you heard of cancer-fighting foods? The American Cancer Society discovered diets rich in fruits and vegetables may actually lower your risk of cancer. Think about that for a second. That's really important. Hopefully, you hear this and run to the store for five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. But if you're like me, you probably don't have the time to do that, right? So maybe you should consider adding Field of Greens to your daily health regimen. Each fruit and veggie in Field of Greens was doctor-selected for studied health benefits. There's a heart health group, lungs, kidneys and metabolism groups, even healthy weight. What your body needs is in each scoop of delicious Field of Greens. I take it every day. Sometimes I put it in a shake. Sometimes I put it in my egg white omelet in the morning. Field of Greens can help prevent, treat, and cure cancer? No, but it can powerfully help you audit your next checkup. Your doctor will notice your improved health or you're going to get your money back. Here's the most amazing thing about it. I started using Field of Greens a year ago. My cholesterol is down. My blood sugar is down. My weight's down. My health is up. My sleeping patterns are better. My metabolism is up. If you want to experience what I've experienced, go check out Field of Greens. 
jump into the ring here, you're going to get an enormous benefit. And it's so simple. Single scoop, a couple of seconds, healthy lifestyle all day long. Now, thanks to our good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition, Field of Greens is going to give you a 15% off discount plus free rush shipping. All you got to do is go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS for your discount. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code JUSTNEWS. Go check it out. Hey folks, have you heard of cancer-fighting foods? The American Cancer Society discovered diets rich in fruits and vegetables may actually lower your risk of cancer. Think about that for a second. That's really important. Hopefully, you hear this and run to the store for five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. But if you're like me, you probably don't have the time to do that, right? So maybe you should consider adding Field of Greens to your daily health regimen. Each fruit and veggie in Field of Greens was doctor-selected for studied health benefits. There's a heart health group, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism groups, even healthy weight. What your body needs is in each scoop of delicious Field of Greens. I take it every day. Sometimes I put it in a shake. Sometimes I put it in my egg white omelet in the morning. Field of Greens can help prevent, treat, and cure cancer? No, but it can powerfully help you out at your next checkup. Your doctor will notice your improved health or you're gonna get your money back. Here's the most amazing thing about it. I started using Field of Greens a year ago. My cholesterol is down, my blood sugar is down, my weight's down, my health is up, my sleeping patterns are better, my metabolism is up. If you wanna experience what I've experienced, go check out Field of Greens. Jump into the ring here. You're going to get an enormous benefit. And it's so simple. Single scoop, a couple of seconds, healthy lifestyle all day long. Now, thanks to our good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition, Field of Greens is going to give you a 15% off discount plus free rush shipping. All you got to do is go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS for your discount. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code JUSTNEWS. Go check it out. All right, folks, welcome back for the commercial break. As promised, a very special guest, one of a growing number of business executives, business entrepreneurs who are making the leap to politics. They're tired of watching government fall into the hands of lifelong politicians who spend, 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 grow government, and don't make things better. And in the state of Illinois, Gary Rabine has made a big difference in the election already. He's running for Republican nomination for governor. He is arguing for more personal freedom, less government, less taxes, less regulation, because, hey, Illinois is losing people. And so we're going to find out right now why Gary is having so much success. Gary, welcome to the show. John, I'm running for governor in Illinois. I'm a job creator. I've been creating jobs all my life. For 40 years, I've built businesses from 18 years old on. And and I've been blessed to be born and, and be able to build business in the great state of Illinois and the great country of America. Yeah. And right now, I, I, I'm running. The, re, the reason I, I began my trek to run was I see really that, that boy, the American, Illinois American dream is falling by the wayside. And um, my role is going to be to stop that and, and actually you know, be, become that great state of Illinois where uh, in the center of the greatest country in the world where jobs are abundant and businesses uh, just thrive, right? It's such That's an amazing goal. thing because you, you're a, you know, a serial entrepreneur. You've had this extraordinary success of working in the free market, coming up with solutions and products and services that that resonate with the marketplace and do. And adapting that to politics is sort of what we've been seeing this uh, new path that's been cut. We've had President Trump was a, uh, a businessman who suddenly went into politics. You had Glenn Youngkin, lifelong businessman, goes into politics, turns a blue state red in last November. Uh, what is it about the entrepreneurial innovation cycle that makes 
you know, business leaders, good politicians. You know what? I think, I think it's as we grow businesses, if we're paying attention to, to um, the regulatory environment that inhibits our ability to grow businesses, boy, we start learning that, that, uh, you know, people in politics that have no business experience have no business being there in my opinion, right? They, they're, they're, they're handing down regulations that kill jobs in their states or their communities. And I got to tell you, it's frustrating as heck. So I think, you know, when, when we're in business for years, as I've been and, and others, um, I think you, 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 have, you have a keen eye on, on what's killing your state economically. Um, you know, simple economic. I, I barely made it through high school, John. I, I, I graduated from high school and uh, at 18 years old, really jumped into the paving business, seal coating and paving right. business, you know, kind of dirty jobs, you know, it's, but, but I, lo- I, I was passionate about it. And, I, and we were able, myself and my team were able to grow our business to be na- one, of the, one of the strongest national companies in our space, paving parking lots everywhere in the country, right? And, and that, can, that can only happen in America. And so, so now when you get into your, you know, I'm in my upper 50s, and when you get in your upper 50s, you're looking back and saying, boy, what a, what a great ride, but you know, what can I do to make sure others can, can have the same opportunity uh, for this American dream, right? And, and when we see what's going on in states like Illinois, um, the, the, the crushing regulatory environment, you know, small businesses are, are dwindling and jobs in small businesses are dwindling. Um, to, we're, we're losing, uh, you know, 50, 60,000 jobs a year that are going out to other states. So, so my thing is, is just, hey, the, the, the keen eye on what hurts uh, the, this economic engine is, is what I'm confident I can be the mechanic of and help fix. Yeah, I think a lot of people are rooting for those sort of fixes. They've seen what big government looks like, and they've seen what big failure looks like. And and I think they're looking for people who can get um, solutions that work and that return our freedom uh, back to our personal self. You have been a, a very eloquent outspoken critic of both the big government approach of Governor Pritzker and then go down to the city of Chicago, which has every ill you could imagine right now, right? Uh, Violence, illegal immigration uh, showing up there with the gangs uh, and a teacher's union that doesn't seem to want to teach uh, students. They want to keep finding ways to keep out of the classroom and, and keep students remote. Tell us what's most frustrated you about Chicago first and the teachers union and what you would do as governor to change that dynamic. So John, we, you know, we, when, when you're an entrepreneur we, to survive and, and to be great at what we do, we have to be the best at serving our customers. And if you really want to grow, you know, my goal is to grow world-class companies and we've got these little businesses that start from nothing and our goal is always to become world-class. Now, it takes some time to do that, but I got to tell you, all, the, the, the key ingredient is serving your customers better than anybody else in, the, in, the, in your competitive market, whether it's local or national. And so we've been successful in doing that in, in four or five of our 13 companies that we have today, and the, and the remaining companies are striving to be that as well, world-class. Now, when I look at serving, I look at, you know, how, how do our teachers' unions serve our, our kids, our children, and our families in Chicago? terrible. There's there's just no service element to it at all, right? I mean, they only care about themselves. And until we have somebody that can negotiate, a leader, mayor, governor, right? They can actually negotiate to demand great service to our kids and and our families again. We're going to continue to to be one of the worst school systems in the country. And in the same respect, policing, right? Until we serve our communities with safety. I mean, that's our, that, that is our, 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 our biggest responsibility, in my opinion, as far as what, what tax dollars and leaders in our government do, the biggest, biggest responsibility is how do we keep our, our, our communities safe? And right now, 
you know, Chicago is is the murder capital of the country to, nowadays. We have yeah. more more murders for for any of any big city in the country. We we've got uh, you know more carjackings, smashing grabs, and all these things. It, to solve these issues, now it's it, it's it's kind of simple. Of course, it's not simple, but the solution on paper is pretty simple. It's create a, a, an element of accountability. You know, enforce the law, put people in jail, keep the bad guys in jail, make sure those that want it, that they're thinking about being bad guys don't, don't want to be because the 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 the, the, uh, the results are are you know jail time and and uh, uh, you know uh, you know bad bad life situations. Instead, in Illinois in Chicago and area, especially, right. It's, it's, uh, the, the, the uh, criminals are the victims now and the police are, are the criminals. And so until you straighten out those simple things, we won't be able to serve our community with real law enforcement and safety like they deserve. It's such an important thing. And it's, it's funny, uh, things like what happens in your backyard, drive people to vote in ways that you can have lots of theoretical issues, but when it's in your backyard, when you're seeing innocent school children getting shot dead on the street, or you know a neighbor that was carjacked or home invaded, uh, all of a sudden you realize, hey, there's something wrong here. I can't stand still any long, longer. And it seems like America is in that uh, that moment now of recognition that whatever sounded good after George Floyd, you know, the Democrats sold, it simply isn't working. I want to take you to the guy you may run against, uh, uh, Governor Pritzker, the, the look at his record. He was, you know, the classic big governor, government governor, big mandates, uh, in regular mandates, public health emergency, large sweeping emergency powers. And yet Illinois woke up yesterday morning to one of its largest um, uh, case totals uh, it's ever seen. And uh, it seems as though it hasn't fared any better than states that were much more open like Texas and Florida. Do you think people are ready to have that debate in Illinois that big big Democrat, big government policies aren't working? We need a new approach. 100%. 100%. John, as I travel around Illinois, all over Illinois, from, you know, very heavy Democratic areas and the urban environments to the to the country and the, and the farming areas of Illinois, yeah. um, boy, I tell you, we're, we're all, they're all feeling the heat. All of us are feeling the heat, okay? When you, when you look at the results of our shutdown, lockdown in, 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 in Illinois, it's, it's been one of the worst in the country, as you probably know, our schools, our businesses, our small businesses. When you look at the results of it, what do we find? No healthier of an environment. Than, than, than the average state in the country. It, it, you look, look at the, the, the states that have been open next door to us and across the country, they, they've, got, they've got no more deaths than we have in many, most cases, less deaths than we have. They've got, they've got no more cases than we have. In many cases, less cases than we have. It's crazy. Right? So there's no element of collaboration at all when, from, the, from these blue governors. And, and, and you know, this, this failed governor, J.B. Pritzker, I mean, this, this guy, in my opinion, doesn't, you know, doesn't collaborate with anybody. But his far left, uh, you know, social group, and and I, I got to tell you, you know, it, it, he's failed so much in the in the state. I, I believe that 835 murders in Chicago, which again, when you look at these numbers, John, you know, to, compared to New York, which is no safe haven, New York with five, about 500 murders last year, Chicago with 835. Okay, we say, okay, oh, it's it's 335 more. No, it's not. It's five times more the murders, mm. right? New York is 3.3 times the size of Chicago. Yep. So we've got five times more murders than, than, than New York, okay? And some of this is because of the lockdowns. Some of this is because, you know, we've got kids, young kids on the street, carjacking and smash and grabs, 13, 12, 13, 14-year-old kids. And, 
And, uh, you know, so, so there's just no accountability. And, and again, the kids are on the street. They're not in school. Um, you know, businesses are, you know, are, are being run out of business in Chicago. You know, the small restaurant uh, uh, families are, are being crushed. Bars and restaurants are being crushed. Uh, and, now, and now they're putting more, uh, more burden on these businesses as they, as, as they demand businesses to, to be, the, uh, to be the, the, the COVID police, right? And, and I tell you, it, it's, uh, it's unbelievable how ignorant they are that, that they don't think that livelihoods are important along with life, right? Life is important and safety is so important. We, we have to concentrate on that. But livelihoods are also very important and, and they don't seem to care about that. Yeah, it does seem like there's a tone deafness or a harshness to the response that these big government Democrats, big government bureaucrats say that the, the, the more the people speak, the more they try to bat down the people's will. It, it's really a remarkable battle of wills. Um, I'm going to pivot to the economy for a second, because as a, a man who's built successful businesses, we're seeing this record inflation, <clears throat> which clearly is a form of taxation because it takes money out of your wallet, reduces your buying power, makes you make hard choices about, do I fill the tank of gas or fill my refrigerator? Do you think uh, as a governor, the economic issue is going to play, you know, as a governor candidate, going to play in, next, in this, this year's election? And if so, what are some of the things that you see other states doing that you'd like to do, or maybe you have some ideas that even other states aren't trying to help people ease their, their burden at the gas tank, the, the supermarket, all the places where they're getting crunched by inflation? Yeah, so I believe the economics are going to have a big factor. I think I think in in our state of Illinois, safety and and, and is going to be a, a huge thing sure. as we as we as we talked about you know recently. No I think doubt. education is going to be a big deal because you know Governor Pritzker uh, failed Governor Pr- J B Pritzker really he uh, he thinks he should be deciding you know what goes on in our in our in our classrooms him and his his, legis- his legislators okay uh, so that I think that's going to be a big factor but economics if people pay attention to economics in Illinois after those first two subjects they're so important. It's a big deal. You know, John, we lost 122,000 people that moved out of Illinois. This, this failed Governor J.B. Pritzker, he, he's, he's the all-star realtor of the surrounding states. I mean, if there's a Realtor of the Year award, <laughs> yeah, he, des- yeah. he deserves it. People are voting with states. their feet, right? They're leaving Illinois. They're leaving. And, and, and I got to tell you, you know, the, you know, the, the surrounding governors are, and the surrounding business develop, uh, development leaders of these other states, they get, they're all smiles. They, they love this guy, Pritzker. I guarantee it. And, and it's sickening, right? Because there's no reason that we should be losing this many people and, and 50, 60,000 jobs a year. No reason, except for the ignorance of, of leaders that don't get it. And so, so okay, economically, here, here, here are the things that are going on. As the states around us, John, are around 3% unemployment. So back, back to basically pre-COVID issues and numbers, and, and some of them are even better than pre-COVID, okay? Illinois, we just cracked 6%. We just got dropped to below 6%. So we've got somewhere around 160 yep. to 180,000 more people out of work in Illinois per capita than our surrounding states. And, and why is that? Because we've been okay to shut down businesses. We've been okay... Uh, to, to, to you know, basically keep moms and dads home from, from work because with easy, easily accessible unemployment with bonuses, okay? So, so we've got many people out of work for, for, for reasons that, that you know, they, they want to be with their kids who are home from school, right, who aren't, who aren't in school for a bunch of the last couple of years. Um, they, they, unemployment's really easy to get in Illinois. You don't have to really prove that you're, you're working hard to get a job. Right. Um, and up until recently, they've been getting bonuses, right? 
So, so again, so we've got 6% unemployment compared to our, our surrounding states, so about 3%. Now, that's, that's, cra that's a crazy, terrible difference, right? And, and, and if you look at the, the, you know, the, what we're doing, that, you know, the, the things that this governor and these, the, the, and these leaders are doing to our, to our state, they've shut down businesses, they picked winners and losers when our, our surrounding states have strived to keep businesses open, right? So, so you've got a lot, a lot, a lot less uh, small businesses that, that are, uh, you know, in, in the market now. Um, they, they've, uh, they, they really, they really made it almost impossible for those businesses that are trying to grow in Illinois to hire people because nobody wants to get off their duff, um, because, because they're, 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 they're accustomed to unemployment. Many people are accustomed to making way more money in unemployment than if they went to work in the restaurant or that factory or right. that, that, you know, that industry like mine, you know, the, that construction industry like I'm in. Um, so again, we're, we're doing our, we're damaging our own e economy. Um, it's almost like a competition to the bottom, in my opinion. And this, you know, failed Governor J.B. Pritzker, who's never built a, a job or a business in his life, um, you know, he, he doesn't think it's that important, these, these, com these working class jobs. Uh, and, he, and he's doing it, in my opinion, he's purposely doing what they can to ruin it uh, for, for, for working families. Yeah, it, there's no doubt that that scrutiny is growing. And I, one of the things that became a seminal moment in the Virginia election, the off-year election last year, was this utterance by by the Democratic candidate, Terry McAuliffe, that parents shouldn't have a say in how their our children are educated. And you just had a moment a month ago in Illinois where Pritzker and the Democratic legislature removed the ability of a, of a parent to be notified if their minor child is about to get an abortion. Uh, talk about the battle for parental rights, whether it's abortion, what goes on in the classroom, other places. Is there a sentiment in Illinois? Where are, where are the sentiments in Illinois with parents about whether government's getting too intrusive in the raising of their children? So, I, I mean, I, I believe that, you know, socialist leadership is all about, you know, uh, raising, raising the kids in, their, in your community, you know, government raising your kids instead of parents. And this is just another example of that, right? I, I think, you know, it's, it's been polled, and I think it's a far majority, like 65, 75% yeah. of Illinoisans uh, believe that as parents, you know, parents of their 13, 14, 15-year-old daughter, that they should be notified if their daughter is considering an abortion, right? But these son of a guns, they're, they're so emboldened. These, these legislators and J.B. Pritzker, you know, failed Governor J.B. Pritzker, so emboldened uh, that, 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 that he can't lose, right, that, that, that he, he passed a law where, where parents will not be notified in the future if, they do, if, they, if that 13, 14-year-old doesn't want to let their parents know, of course. They just go get their abortion without even saying a word. And, and, and think about this. I mean, it, it, it's terrible that that could be the case in any family. But think about how terrible it is when you have, you have human trafficking that's going on into our state because we're one of the most friendliest states to, to illegal immigrants and, and felon illegal immigrants. We're the most friendly state. And, and Pritzker actually would state that, that, that with his laws, we've become the most friendly state to illegal uh, immig immigrants, right, and, and including felons. So what does that mean? All right, so not, not, now you've got more human trafficking and drug trafficking in our state than any state in the Midwest because it's a safe place for them. Okay. Now, if there's human trafficking and they've got a young girl that's pregnant, it's pretty easy for them to take that girl into abortion center for free. Okay. By the way, because we pay for them here in Illinois, we become the abortion capital of the country as well. Um, you know, so so think about the, the the ease of a human of a trafficker that that you know, take a 13, 14 year old little girl in, right, and get their get their baby aborted and move on to business. I mean, how sick is that? And that's what we've become here in Illinois. 
It is an amazing debate. I just feel like this debate, the, it, there's, there's two camps, right? There's the camp that says, we, the government, know better than you, the parent or the individual citizen, what's good for your family, your children. And then the other party, which you obviously come from, that says, we, the people, are, are our best advocates and judges for our own children, our own families, our own futures, our own business opportunity. And I think this 2022 election is going to turn on that election, uh, on that question, which is, who knows better? Do, do we trust the people, which is what our founding fathers always preached and created a system to enable? Or do we move to this idea that government's going to dictate everything? Here in the District of Columbia, starting this Saturday, I can't go to the grocery store. I can't go to a restaurant, get food for myself, unless I have an ID and a vaccine card. And okay, that's fine. But this is the same city that also says, if I go to my voter booth, I shouldn't have to have an ID because that would be racist. These mixed messages of big governance has just driven people nuts. And I suspect that that's going to be the case. When you look at Lori Lightfoot in Chicago, obviously mayors have a lot of power. Uh, It doesn't seem that Governor Pritzker has been willing to buck her much. I mean, he tried to prod her on the school thing by getting him some tests and stuff, but he didn't speak out and say, you're just wrong. Don't do that. Um, what is the future of Chicago under Lightfoot? And do you think there's even a leadership change that Chicago could pull off in the next couple of years? Boy, I, I, I got to believe there's, there's some new leaders that are going to be in, that are going to be running that are, that are, you know, strong, uh, you know, in my opinion, uh, conservative minded people, whether they're Democrats in the middle or Republicans right. in the middle, it's going to take that probably to win. Right. Um, but we've got the we've got the former we got the president of the police that uh, I, I know is considering running for mayor. He's a, a strong character person. Uh, this John Casadzara, very strong, strong. Uh, I think he may be a Democrat, but I do have to tell you, he's a, he's a conservative minded person that understands how, how important policing is, of course. Right. He's led he's led as the president of the police union there. Um, better than any any public sector union leader I've seen in a long time, uh, really looking out for the best interest of his police and the community, way more than uh, Lori Lightfoot or, or this Governor Pritzker uh, cares to do. Um, so, so there's there, there's him and there's a couple others I know that are looking to run that are that are you know like I said probably conservative Democrats maybe somebody will will, will run on the Republican ticket that's you know kind of middle right. kind of center that's that's what it's going to take to win probably. But I got to tell you that the community is, is, is really looking and demanding change right now. Um, so I, I, I believe we're going to have a crazy wave in Illinois and Chicago that we've never seen before. Um, yeah. As I travel around, I'm, I'm, I'm unabashedly a, a conservative, and I, and I say that wherever I go. And, and these Democrats are not as offended or, or um, uh, shut off from me as they once were. Um, I, I, I think that you know, smart Democrats realize the socialists have st- stolen their party. And, yeah. and, I, and I believe those smart Democrats realize the Republican Party is the only working working family party anymore. Um, and, the, and, the, and the socialists have still stolen, really, the Democratic Party, especially in states like Illinois. You know, I talked to so many Democrats and they express that sense. Of, I don't recognize my own party. What happened to it? Where, where was I asleep and missed all this? Uh, it is a real, real dynamic among many middle of the road and wise Democrats that don't uh, don't recognize the policies and personas and sentiments being expressed by the left side of their party. Gary, how do people follow what you're doing? And this is a year long endeavor. You got the primary, you got the general. If you advance, how do people stay in touch with the work you're doing and follow all your policies and your positions and the developments of the campaign? Yeah, so we got a lot of exciting stuff going on, including this that that uh, Supreme Court lawsuit last Friday, and we got a lot a lot of things we're doing here in the state of Illinois to fight. Um, so so it's you know Raybine for Governor R A B I N E Raybine for Governor dot com right is is where we're at. Um, but I got to tell you, 
um, we've we've got some some really interesting things coming coming up. And again, that that Supreme Court uh, battle last Friday, um, which we're look, expecting a decision on every, any day, is going to be a, a a big one. If we, when we win that, it's going to set a precedent that we can hopefully you know use as we go after the state and uh, you know these these state mandates and and such that we're going to be seeing right, you know, follow, follow shortly. Right. Yeah. Such an important thing. And you, you were an important voice in that lawsuit. Just talk a little bit about what's at stake in that case. Yeah. So John, I, I know I've been blessed to be part of some national organizations that I've helped grow. One was job creators network. If you ever heard of that, Bernie Marcus started about 12 years ago. I was one of the first uh, CEOs in that group and I've been a member ever since. And and when we realized that, that uh, Biden was going to pass this, you know, try to pass this law, this hundred employee mandate vaccine law, um, you know, I, I looked at, you know, my businesses that we have a few hundred people on our teams. Right. And I got to tell you, I am not going to fire any one of my teammates. And many of these people, I love all these people. Right. But many of them are like family to myself and my son and our leaders. I got to tell you, we're not firing anybody because because their health, their, uh, their doctors, uh, their, their, their religion uh, guides them not to take a vaccine. And so if we're if we're st- standing strong with that, there's going to be big fines if we don't really go against the grain. So. So I, I partnered with my friends at Job Careers Network. Um, if you know um, Alfredo, Alfredo Ortiz, and, and, sure, he's been on the show yeah. many times. <laughs> All right, well, he's a good friend of mine. I was, uh, you know, I've been uh, I've been involved in Job Careers Network since, uh, you know, since since the very beginning with right. Alfredo and, and 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 these guys. Anyway, so we got together with myself, Alfredo, and a few other CEOs across the country, and we we filed this lawsuit, and, and we've had great luck in in the in the circuit courts and. The, they did uphold uh, Biden's mandate in the Sixth Circuit a few weeks ago, and then we immediately, within 43 minutes, we had an appeal filed, and 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 then uh, Judge Kavanaugh, Justice Kavanaugh, accepted that appeal, and it was heard last Friday, and and basically, you know, we're saying that hey, we're, we we uh, you know we we know the damage this law is going to do to business, to small business and jobs, and we also believe that it's 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 a it's a huge overreach, and so. Um, last Friday, we, we think there's a you know, couple, two or three left, you know, very far left uh, justices that politicize this thing that, are, that would go, that they're going to go the opposite way on us. But we think we're going to get a, um, a majority decision here shortly to say that that is uh, unconstitutional and, and, and it's not going not, not to be upheld. It'll be a big win for us. It will be. It will be. And it will set the tone for future mandates because this court's ruling will, will really decide where the line between government power and individual freedom exists. Such an important one. We covered it stem to stern last week. We had Alfredo on the podcast talking about it. It is a historic case, and it's uh, fascinating to, to see your work and role in that. And um, we'll, we'll have to see where the court shakes down. I assume we may get a ruling any day now. Well, and the interesting thing is, uh, you know, uh, that around the same time, uh, Biden flew into Chicago and to O'Hare. He had sure a meeting did. With JB, he had a meeting with our again our failed governor J.B. Pritzker, and uh, to to connive a, a plan that you know that that J.B. would just take this to the state level. And sure enough, that's exactly what he did. Now the OSHA thing didn't work out so well, so he's going to go through the labor department, uh, Illinois uh, Department of Labor. And he's going to he's going to be demanding that you know, as a state law now that that any business 100 uh, employees or more have to be vaccinated, right? Um, so again, we're we're going to have to fight it again, and we're going to figure that out. But I got to tell you, um, it's amazing how uh, this this guy Pritzker believes you know he, number one he's, he he believes he should be the next president of the of the United States. Um, so he is basically, in my opinion, Biden's not so mini me, okay? 
He's, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's everything that, that Biden does. He's right there with him. Yeah. No matter how crazy and stupid it is, he, you know, this guy believes that uh, yeah, he's going to he be the next is. president. He's going he's gonna to fall in line with uh, everything this great what he thinks is a great president is doing. Right. And so, again, we're going to be we're going to be have, we're going to be ready to fight this one next. But we will be. And uh, I think that's that's the key is we as, as, as Americans who love this great country have to stand up to this tyranny. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. I think it was the, the great Frederick Douglass that say the weak are the first to be beaten and the most often to be beaten. You have to stand up. You have to uh, voice. Even in cancel culture and all the silliness we live in, standing up for what you believe in is such an important thing for ensuring your freedom. And uh, I know folks in Illinois are watching closely as you stand up for their freedoms and advocate these policies. Ray Bine for governor, that's the place to folks to check out all that Gary's doing. If you want to stay in touch with him, sign up for his uh, email alerts and uh, social media. Great thing. Gary, we're going to try to get you back on the show. This is one of the most important gubernatorial races in 2022, and we're going to be watching closely as you navigate this remarkable moment in American history. Thank you so much, John. I really appreciate your time and appreciate being on the show. I've been a, I've been a fan for a long time, so uh, thank you. It's an you. honor to have you on, and we're, we're looking forward to watching and getting you back on. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to wrap things up for the day. Hey folks, if you're a homeowner and you're like me, you want to protect your home, right? But when's the last time you checked on the title to your home? If you never have, listen to this. A new report on homeowners shows we all now have $16 trillion in equity. That's an all-time high in America. That's why you need protection from a scam the FBI calls house stealing. That's when the equity in all of our homes is the target, sadly, of scammers. If nobody's watching the title to your home, these scammers can transfer your title to their name, take out loans, and your equity could be gone. Poof, gone. You have to protect your equity from this despicable crime right now with triple lock protection from my good friends at HomeTitleLock.com. The first step is to check on your home's title to see if it's still in your name. Sign up with your address at HomeTitleLock.com and be sure to use the promo code JUSTNEWS. They're going to send you a complete title scan of your home's title in your first 30 days of triple lock home title protection. That's legendary protection, by the way. It's free. HomeTitleLock.com. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS. One more time, go to HomeTitleLock.com today and protect your most important asset, the equity in your home. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. All right, folks, that wraps up another edition of John Solomon Reports, a podcast from Justin News. So grateful you joined today. I really really do appreciate all the support when you listen when you click when you read when you watch you are supporting the brand you're allowing our advertisers to engage we are forever grateful for what you're doing to help us and our brand and uh, i just want to say thanks we have a lot of opportunities for you 
in 2022. We are going to have a brand new television show, News Not Noise. It is on track to launch on Monday, January 31st, so just over two weeks from now. I'm going to be co-hosting that show with my good friend and amazing journalist, Amanda Head. That will be airing every night at 6 p.m., so we're very excited about that. The second opportunity is, you know, we started this VIP club a year ago with the idea that, you know, I understand sometimes people don't want to have so many ads on their website. I sometimes feel bad that they have to have advertising on the website, but that's how we make money to sustain ourselves. But if you want to get rid of the ads and the autoplay videos, both which make us a lot of money that goes towards supporting our reporters, we're not taking any profit out of the company. We're putting it all back into journalism. But if you're tired of the ads and you also say, you know, every so often I wouldn't mind to hang out with John Solomon or, or Greg Piper or any of the great reporters and journalists that are part of Just the News, I've got an offer for you. This year, right now, you can join the Just the News VIP Club. It is a great club for many reasons. The first off is you get a version of the website. Once you log in, you put your login credentials, you get a version of the website, no ads. It's ad-free. No dancing bears, no auto play videos. You just get the news straight and clean in a nice clean format. Secondly, once a month, I throw a form that you get a VIP invitation to. You get to sit with me or some of our reporters here and we answer your questions. We have a conversation for an hour or two. It is an incredible experience for me. I love it, but we really want the ability for our readers to ask questions, to engage us, to throw us ideas. And these monthly meetings, the VIP club meetings are amazing. If you want to join this community, first off, you'll be putting money towards our journalism, which I'm forever grateful for. All you got to do is go to justthenews.com slash subscribe. Let me give you that again. Justthenews.com slash subscribe. It's $4.99 a month or $44.95 if you pay a whole year in advance. You're going to get an incredible opportunity to engage, to talk to me, to talk to other reporters, ask questions, get to meet other readers, and read the website, read the newsletter without any ads. If that's intriguing to you, exciting to you, something worth trying, then by all means, go to justthenews.com slash subscribe. I will be forever grateful if you do it. We'll grow our audience will grow our relationship with you and you'll help us do more reporters. Listen, if just 10,000 people signed up for the VIP club, we could add two new reporters. So that's a pretty cool deal. 10,000 people. We've got millions of readers a month. I think about 6 million readers a month. Hey, help us. If just 10,000 of you could subscribe, it would make a huge difference. We could bring a few more reporters and break a few more stories dig into January 6th, dig into the IRS, dig into some of the ethics issues that dog Democrats and Republicans alike. So I say, take the plunge. If you can do it, I would be forever grateful. Finally, we announced this just before Christmas, but I want to remind you, we now have a full app for the smartphone, for the iPad. You can get it on the Apple Store, or you can get it on the Android Store for smartphones and smart tablets. Download it. It's an amazing experience. What I like about it is at the bottom rim of the Just the News experiment, you get to experience us for four different ways. One is you can read us. When you click on that button, you get the traditional website. When you click on listen, you get our radio network, which we, the podcast network with myself and so many of the other great journalists, uh, Christian Toto and so many others that we're so lucky to have. Check that out. It's like having a radio network. There's some really, really 
amazing programming on there. Victor Davis Hanson, one of the greatest minds in all of America today, one of the greatest champions of freedom. He's got an amazing show. Christian Toto has his Hollywood show. And of course, my fellow great investigative reporter, someone I am so proud of, Cheryl Atkinson. She has a weekly show that is so worth watching. And we're going to add some new ones in the not-so-distant future, which will also be fun. So check those out as well. When you click on the watch experience, you basically get Just the News TV. We have every day a daily newscast called Just the News Now. In less than a minute and 15 seconds, we give you the top headlines. We have some special features, exclusive interviews, eyewitness accounts. We were up at the Michigan parent protest the other night. That's fun. And then we have our original specials that I've done. And soon you'll have my nightly TV show on there. So read is easy. Watch is easy. Listen is easy. And the last one is share. Whatever you're on at the moment, you're on Just the News, there's a share button. You click on that. It sends you the ability to send the story by email, by social media, by text message, however you want to reach someone. But it gives you a chance to spread the word about Just the News. So check out our brand new app. Another, another very important opportunity to engage Just the News and do it in a special way. And when you have the app, and if you join the VIP club, the app becomes ad-free just by logging in. That's pretty cool as well. All right, that's enough for me. I want to say thank you for all you do. May God bless you. May God bless this extraordinary country of the United States as he always has. We'll be back tomorrow with another edition of John Solomon Reports. Until then, be sure to check out Just the News. We've got you covered 24-7 with the breaking news. And good night. God bless you. Thank you. Folks, everyone knows the next medical crisis is just around the corner. Whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something much more mundane like a tick bite, you and your family need to be prepared. That's what we learned from this last pandemic, right? That's where the wellness company comes in. You know the wellness company. We have their great doctors like Dr. Peter McCullough on all the time on our shows. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust. And the new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy, and most importantly, prepared. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z The medical emergency kit provides a guidebook to aid in the safe use of all of these life-saving medications. So you know what you're doing. From anthrax to tick bites to COVID and even the bioweapon like the plague, the wellness company's medical emergency kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, and antiparasitics on hand to keep you and your family safe from whatever the globalists throw your way. Go to www.twchealth/justnews today in order. That's twc.health/justnews and use the promo code justnews to save 10%. Hey there, it's Amanda Head, and I am thrilled to introduce to you my new exciting podcast, Furthermore, with Amanda Head, broadcasting weekly from sunny Los Angeles, California, and brought to you by the dynamic Just the News Podcast Network. On this fresh and engaging podcast, I delve into the latest news with a little bit of a twist, exploring the furthermore of every story. But this isn't your typical run-of-the-mill news commentary or politically charged program. I interview a diverse range of guests, including business leaders, entertainers, musicians, educators, experts, politicians, and many influential figures from both the United States and around the world. So why not make your Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays a little more interesting? 
Tune in on your preferred podcast platform and discover furthermore with Amanda Head on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. And don't forget to hit that follow or subscribe button and be sure to download the latest episodes. I can't wait to have you join me on this exciting journey. Thank you.